When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Sup, this episode is brought to you by uh, Liquid Death. Ooh, Liquid Death. Now it comes in green. Mm. <laughs> Thank you everybody for stopping by to the podcast, listening, watching, however you enjoy us. You know, some, I've heard one fan of ours takes one of those AirPods and just shoves it up their butt. Nice. Isn't that cool? It's because of the bass in our voices. The yeah, vibration. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we love that one. That was, for, that that was, was for, specifically for you. <laughs> that was for them. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about some toxic fandoms. Uh, we did an episode long a long time ago about that, and um, you know I think that uh, it it's good to bring that up again because of somewhat what the. Uh, uh, new Kenobi stars are dealing with. Um, what? Star Wars has toxic fans? Yeah, you'd never think. I wouldn't thought. But, you know, <laughs> apparently, apparently no one's safe from it, you know. Uh, but uh, we figured we'd talk a little bit about that, um, kind of why we think maybe people would act that way, and then um, what we can maybe do about it as fans ourselves. So um, look forward to that after our break. Um Make sure you check out patreon.com slash nerds with friends. A little, uh, if you're on YouTube, the little thing is down there at the bottom. Uh, over here by Christian, I guess. And uh, you can also check out nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. But the best way you can help uh, this podcast is by just telling your friends. Say, hey, I saw these two idiots who like to talk about subject matter that they know very little about. <laughs> Um, but at least it's a good time. So, uh, telling your friends is the best way you can help us out. But, uh, before we get into some toxic, uh, fandom, let's, uh, do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Christian, why don't you, um, my nerdy on. confession okay. is that I'm mad at myself that I didn't start oh, watching. That makes two of us. I know. Right. Um, I'm that, mad at you too. That's what I know. I'm saying. I, you're always mad at me. Um, <laughs> That I started, I, I didn't watch when it came out. Uh, Our flag means death. It's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, it's so good. Reese Darby, he's <laughs> hilarious, man. Is that oh is that the uh, Steed Steed uh, Bonnet? <laughs> yeah, he's Murray from Fly the Conqueror. Yeah, I never <laughs> I never um, memorized the actors. I'm terrible with actors' names, <laughs> but uh, that show is fucking hilarious. And I should have known because Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. everything the dude touches is fucking gold. I think New Zealand people are just naturally funny yeah you know <laughs> they just they're, they're so chill down there that they're just like we can be funny every key we have met in real life has been super cool yeah yeah, yeah. and hilarious but in super inter- <laughs> ne- hey dude next time or anyone listening next time you meet a um, new zealand person say kiwi time 
if kiwi time yeah kiwi time so this <laughs> it's kiwi time so i went to a friend um his bachelor party mm. in um it wasn't reno but somewhere where there's a lake um lake tahoe maybe no it wasn't lake tahoe somewhere else like it it's near minnesota land of a thousand lakes no anyway it doesn't matter Ten thousand lakes maybe it's ten thousand lakes there's a lot of fucking lakes in Minnesota if you guys haven't been. So he had friends from everywhere, and he had brought his friend over from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And one other dude, because they all knew each other. I only knew the guy who was getting married. And one of them said, hey, Kiwi time. And the New Zealand guy was just kind of like smirked. And then he pulled his nuts out. <laughs> anytime, it's like a secret password. And anytime one of us said Kiwi time, he'd do it. Every time. Man. <laughs> We went to go play pool. We went out for drinks. We were playing pool. We had met uh, some girls that were hilarious. They were they were, they were awesome girls. And then I was just like, Kiwi, Kiwi time. time. I said it. And I was like, he's not going to do it. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, you know what time it is? <laughs> Kiwi time. And he did it. <laughs> and he put it right next to where, like, the pocket where the girl was shooting. So she obviously saw it. She saw it. And I was like, this is it. This is where we get thrown out. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't think he was going to do it. And they thought it was hilarious. And I, I think it was the accent. It had to have been. Yeah, guys with get accents away. can get, get away with it. If I did that, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be Kiwi time. It'd be like, I don't know, fucking meatball time. I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Racist. Because I'm Italian. <laughs> I was thinking American. I was like, wait, what do we have? <laughs> what do we have? We, baseball time? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like uh, meatloaf time. Meatloaf. <laughs> that's where you put your dick yeah, out. Yeah, that's not going to be. It's not safe. Well, he did it, and these girls, they thought it was hilarious, and, yeah. and then... Um, oh, he's so cute and foreign. Yeah. He didn't know you can't do that in America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. That's not my nerdy confession. Oh, you completely good. fucking threw me off. Uh, no, uh, it's awesome show. Watch it. Like, yeah, it's related, because of fucking Kiwis. Uh, yeah, watch it. It's super fucking funny. You yeah. Maybe lose Our my flag means death. Basically, um, Reese Darby, who's a, a New, New Zealand comedian um, slash actor... Who was in Fly the Concords? He plays like this, like uh, upper class British man who real de- person, who's a real person. He's a real person. Yeah, who decides he wants to go out and live the pirate life. Yeah, like the pirate life was for him. And hates blood, hates violence. Yeah, pays his crew. Yeah, <laughs> gives him therapy. I like um, uh, the guy who plays Hodor is yeah, on his yeah, crew yeah. too. And then and then Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard. Every every character's hilarious. The Scottish dude's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Jim. <laughs> yeah, Silent Jim or whatever. Yeah, all of them are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Have you seen? You've seen the whole thing. Uh, I'm missing. I'm I, I I'm down to the last episode. I think I need to watch like the last two or three, something like that. If so finally, I watched like four or five when when I found out it came out, and if fi- they finally okayed the second season, nice. I was like, why wouldn't you nice, okay nice. that fucking show? Like, well, it, it's one of those ones like like I didn't hear about it until I opened up HBO Max or whatever. You know, like some. I feel like that's a problem with a lot of great shows. Is they don't get the advertising budget that something like, you know, Game of Thrones gets yeah. or, you know, the Rings of Power for Amazon or whatever, you know, um, which is a shame because a lot of times those smaller shows are the better shows. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't drive down the street in San Francisco without seeing like, you know, there was a Moon Knight, you know, thing or Kenobi, you know. Which is board. weird because, you know, those shows are going to have a huge audience. Right. Like, it's basically that kind of show. You like- should spend the advertising on shows that. That wouldn't get that much hype yeah. around them, you know? Um, but, hey, what do we know? We're like, just... Taika Waititi fans are, like, 
they're gonna love him to death, but like to open it up to new audiences, like yeah, for sure. Yeah, might absolutely, not absolutely. And you know, fans of Fly the Concords are very you know uh, diehard fans. Too. I, I wish that you know Jermaine would pop up. You know, he hasn't maybe next season, but um, yeah, I would love to, a little cameo at least for them. <laughs> they're like you know the two of, the two of them are just like uh, like pirate bards or something on an island. <laughs> I love the episode where uh, they got caught by some natives. They never said the island. I'm assuming maybe it was Puerto Rico. But they they caged up all the white people and they didn't. <laughs> was the black pirate. And he had like, some, like a coconut rum that made him a drink. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, guys? I know. That was a good one. So funny. Yeah, check that one out, guys. It, it is a good show. I can vouch for it as well. Uh, my nerdy confession um, uh, related to miniature painting my friend um, Pat, who's a good buddy of mine, we call him Handsome Pat because he is stunningly handsome. Um, <laughs> he's just more handsome than most other guys, you know. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I thought the most handsome between us, I'm like, so it makes him about average, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Very average. Right in the middle man. road. Middle of the road. But uh, um, so when he was younger, apparently he he uh, he had painted some miniatures and played a little bit of Warhammer. I don't know why he got out of it. But he was cleaning he out. He became handsome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, mm, I like pussy. Yeah, it's like, like oh, okay, Pat. Can't be doing Jesus this. Christ. Oh, it's cool again. Or it's cool now. All right, I can get back. Yeah, into I can it. get back into it. Um, but he was cleaning out his uh, old room or something from his um, from his parents' house, um, and uh, basically he he found a bunch of old Warhammer models from like you know early two thousands. Um, he's also a child too. He's he's like younger than my sister. Which I mean, it's not that, not that childish, but it's like I hang out with this dude who's like seven, eight years younger than me. It's cool. It's weird. I mean, you hang out with me, so yeah, you're an old man. I'm not that much fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in like 1975. I yeah, heard. there we go. Um, Thank you. You made me younger than I actually am. Appreciate. <laughs> uh, and so he gave me some these old models. So I got uh, like four or five orc commandos. That are made of metal, which are, is like what they used to be made of before they were plastic or so resin or whatever. How do you know they're not wearing underwear? I don't understand. It's a commando. <sighs> <Ba -dum -bum. laughs> Get off of the show. Uh, but uh, they are cool, and so I'm, I'm painting uh, some up right now. Uh, hopefully by the time I'm editing this video, I'll have a completed picture. If not, I'll show a you know work in progress picture. A whip. But um, yeah, painting metal is, I mean... It's really not that much different, uh, but the like the putting together process is a little different. You have to like pin everything, so you screw in, you take a little hand drill and drill in, and put a paper clip so they have something to grab onto, and glue them together and stuff. While you're painting it, um, when you're assembling it to put it together. Oh god! And then if you have any like you know mold artifacts or whatever from you know popping out of the mold like lines and stuff. You, you can't use like little sandpaper. You have to use like a file and really smooth it out and stuff. So it's a little different. And when you're painting, it's heavy as fuck. It's like a little, <laughs> like a little brick of metal. You Don't know? you have a little like a little clamp that holds it? Yeah, it? yeah. I have a little handle, but it's like very top heavy, you know. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it's cool, man. Um, you know, I, I do love uh, painting some orcs. It's my first orc also that I've ever painted. Really? Yeah. Just, uh, I'm not normally into, uh, you know, the Xeno scum, you know? That, that's what they're called? The alien, yeah, any alien race. So, in the world of 40K, um, Warhammer 40K, uh, basically, it's Earth versus everybody. And, like, 
everyone, all humans hate any other species other than themselves. Now we know pretty to, accurate. Now we know how to end racism. Yeah, <laughs> we just hate yeah, everyone outside of just, Earth. Yeah, exactly. There's it definitely brought people together on Earth. So, <laughs> you know, look at it that way. But they're like oh, filthy green skins. That's what they call orcs. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a good thing this isn't real because that's racist. <laughs> for real racist. What's the N word for orc? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. I mean, green skin's pretty bad. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but uh, one thing that's funny with with orcs in 40k is they all have like the um, like the weird Cockney accent and stuff, and they're like goofy as fuck. Um, and their whole deal is like they just love war. They call it wah because they just kind of roar. Um, but whenever you see them depicted, they all have like these goofy accents. They're like, "Hey, look at these little yumis, ain't it?" And they're like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> And they just like I wasn't half bad, although you know I'm terrible accent. That wasn't half bad. <laughs> Not bad. Hey, Rob. Hey, Look at these humies. We gonna chop their ripping heads off. All right. See next next D and D game. You yeah. You, um, <laughs> do you do DM. that for yeah, the entire do. thing. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. So thank you, thank you, handsome Pat, for uh, giving me those models. It's always fun to try something that you haven't done before. Um, and uh, paint, painting orcs is, is definitely one of them um here i might i might actually have a uh here's a little work in progress that you can see oh i thought you were gonna show me handsome pat uh, <laughs> I, I can show you that too nice yeah it's pretty good man pretty good yeah he's all metal oh there's there's a better picture of his face that's awesome man yeah the little guy on top must have been fucking difficult <laughs> yeah he's going to be um here, here's handsome pat and that's my friend joe grabbing his penis <laughs> did he ask for consent no Oh, that, that's the picture where you could tell he didn't ask for consent. <laughs> he got it back, though. That's a that's a, story, a little story in four pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they like to drink, the two of them, uh, quite a bit. That, nice. was, that was at Trader Vic's where they invented the Mai Tai in, okay. uh, in Emeryville. I, for some, my, in my mind, I thought Trader Joe's. I'm like, <laughs> I guess it's cool to get a little buzz before shopping. <laughs> just, just get hammered. <laughs> Hey, are these those simpler time beers? Let me get 30 of them. <laughs> Just some of that two-buck chuck, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but fun fact is that the Mai Tai drink was invented in Oakland or Emeryville, which is a little really? offshoot of Oakland. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Trader Mix. That's why in the song Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon, he's like, drinking a pina colada at Trader Vicks, and his hair was perfect. I you fucking know? love that song. It's so good. The first time I heard it, I was like, this is goofy. Werewolves London. Yeah, so good. And then you watch, uh, what was that movie with Tom Cruise? Color of Money. I don't and think I've seen that one. You haven't seen that one no. where he plays pool with Paul Newman? No. Fuck yeah. Dude, that movie is awesome. Um, you, you should definitely check it out because it's... Oh, God. So I also good. haven't seen Risky Business. Oh, really? Risky Business, I can kind of take it or leave it. I mean, it was it was good and entertaining, but color. so Color of Money is like the spiritual successor to the movie The Hustler, which was a Paul Newman movie okay. back when Paul Newman was like, you know, like super movie star. Right? Yeah, before he was making salad dressing and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, before he was relegated to being like the old man, you know, the old wizened old man. Um, but he, he played this, uh, this pool hustler who would, you know, go around sharking people playing pool billiards if you, I don't know, you know. 
Thanks, Cody. <laughs> not not like he's not like doing you know Marco Polo in the pool. You know, what I, mean? I don't think anyone was thinking that, Cody. <laughs> I just, just want to clarify. Um, but uh, and so that was that was a movie that he did. Color of Money is um, Tom Cruise, and he's, it's the same sort of thing. But Paul Newman's like the old wizened pool shark guy. So it's a like, sequel to it. It's kind of I don't know. I I actually don't. I've never seen The Hustler. I just know about it. But I don't know if the character is the same name or not. But it's essentially like, oh, okay, you know, he's doing the same thing. He's teaching him how to play pool and teaching him the ways of life. It's What's great. the one where he's bartending? What's cocktails? Okay. Or cocktail? I think I it's know. I think it's just cocktail. Doesn't matter. There might be an S at the end of it. Um, but yeah, I'm slowly realizing how little of the fucking Tom Cruise movies I've seen. Oh man, I've, I love them so. I've much. Seen Legend. You've seen inter- Top Gun. Interview with a Vampire. No, no, I haven't. You've never seen that? No. God damn. That's Tom Cruise and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. And a very young... Antonio Banderas. No, what? He was uh, in it. Yeah, he, yeah, he was in it. Um, no, Kirsten Dunst is who I was thinking. Okay. She plays a little girl. Little girl vampire who's like stuck being like 10 years old. Right it now. just like, that movie came out when I was a kid and like I was like, oh, two vampires being interviewed. <laughs> wasn't really my thing. <laughs> I mean... It's more than that. It's a vampire movie. I guess. That's kind of, you know, whatever. I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> Interview. I love vamp- vampire movies, too. I don't know. It just seemed, I just remember, like, seeing, like, the trailer for it and or commercials or whatever, and I was kind of, like, never really. Me, me, me. All right. Well, now you, have, now you have a couple movies to watch. All righty. Well, we're going to take a quick little break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to be talking a little bit about some toxic fandom. So we'll be right back. We're back. All right, Christian. So, you know, you and you and I would consider ourselves pretty pretty nerdy fans, obviously, right? That's why I we, would say so. We have a fucking we, podcast. Why about we it. started this show? You know, we just uh, like I think two episodes ago was our three hundredth episode. Nice. Did, Did we win something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we won some likes and subscribes and Hopefully. follows, you know, from our our listeners. But uh, you know, people on the internet suck, so. <laughs> challenge you guys like right now um but uh you know and i'd say we've had some hot takes on various properties that have come out right sure you know like i think we had some great fucking ideas that people should adopt and people have adopted right (laughs) right you you know what what's funny too is uh i was talking to my friend alex who was a previous guest on the show um we were playing elden ring together and we were like we should start like a consulting company who people like Lucasfilm, Marvel, Sony Pictures, Warner Brothers, they can send us the script and we'll give them the fan reaction to it. Oh. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And like we'll, we'll give them like our optional rewrites and stuff like look, you're going to piss everyone off if, <laughs> you know, if Batman says Martha and and that's what stops him from killing Superman. You're gonna piss a lot of people off. So instead, here here's what we do. We see you, you know, we see Superman saying like, you know, tell tell my mother I'm okay or whatever. You know, find my mother. And then you see him flash to the pearls, getting shot in the back alley. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so leave it to us to come up with that connection. Yeah. Don't say Martha. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. Okay, so um, it's not I'm, a bad idea, man. Yeah, I know. 
you know what I mean? And, and, uh, you know, uh, cause I think a, a problem with a lot of studios is that they, you know, they are oblivious to fandom. They put, they put their advertising out there and they're just like, wow, people are going to love Superman or Batman or star Wars or whatever. And, um, they're not as in tune. And the people who are in tune are people like John Favreau, Dave Filoni, who, yeah. are, who are fans themselves yeah, yeah. and have elevated themselves to that position to actually make the content. So, But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about our upcoming consulting firm. Um, what we are talking about is um, the idea that even though we love these movies, there are people out there who love the movies, but then something comes out that they don't agree with and they decide to do things like send racist tweets i don't do, i don't do death threats say uh vulgar things that make people quit social media you know i just i i just don't understand cuz so the actor that we're talking about it's uh moses moses ingram yeah, who she, plays reva uh, or third sister in, which i really like her character i don't understand like yeah. what I, I it's just pure racism. Like uh, I don't I don't get it. Like, but some people were trying to take angles of like, oh, like I think it was something along the lines like, you know, this character wouldn't do that. Like, what do you mean? It's a fucking new character. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I think, you know, the the problem is is that let's face it, a lot of nerds out there are not super socially acclimated. And so, you know, they maybe talk to people online like they would talk to their best friends who are, you know, like, oh, fucking Steve, he's a little, you know, a little out there, you know. And um, and they don't realize that, like, you know, this actress, Moses, is like, this is a big deal for her. And she's only doing what the showrunner directors, you know, want her to do. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's who's responsible for everything. Like the director's job is to get the performance they want out of the actor. And so I just don't I've never understood attacking, you know, an actor and for that matter even the director, you know what I mean? Like the- I I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's the nerds because they're like haven't been socialized because <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't feel like there's toxic fandom in Star Trek, right? I mean, there can be, and there and there has been more so with Star Trek Discovery, um, because of kind of how that show presents itself. But it has um, nothing to do with race, I'm guessing. Uh, well, I mean, it has to do with like you know sexual orientation, gender, and things like that. See, but which is weird to me because wasn't the whole point of the show creator was like this utopian right human society where everyone is accepted, right? Like right. even when I when I started watching the Star Trek with uh, Picard, like I was like, oh, there's a dude in like women's uh, clothing, yes, and I was like, oh wow, dude like, walking by in a dress, yeah, back in like 1987 or six eighty six, yeah, and I was like, that yeah. was totally not acceptable socially back then, but like I, I at least I'd never heard anyone talk about it, like yeah, and I think you know I think people who 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 do feel like they that they're that they need to like have this outburst about things like that. I I think, you know, that wasn't their favorite part of Star Trek. They you know they liked you know they liked the space battles and Klingons fighting each other and stuff. You know they didn't maybe they didn't grasp the whole concept. And I will say, you know I could be wrong. You know, but from my experience of the Star Trek fandom, 
Um, I think it is much more rare in that in that sense, right? You know, but it's it still exists. I think, you know, I've heard some, you know, I am not a fan of Star Trek Discovery, which is the the uh, most current series of Star Trek. Though they just started a new one called Brave New Worlds, which is excellent if you haven't if you ever get that Star Trek itch. Um, but Discovery, um, I think, angered a lot of fans just because of it broke a lot of the key tenets of Star Trek. Um, you know, like Star Trek never had a main character. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like Picard was. Well, I mean, for the most part, it is shared a lot. Right. It's it's an ensemble cast. You know, everyone has their favorite. Like you could be a Riker fan or a Picard fan or you know Jordy LaForge and Data or you know Worf or whoever. Um, Deanna Troy or Beverly Crusher, Wesley Crusher. No one was a fan of Wesley Crusher. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, you know, I think that's a problem with that show. And look, I, I did not like that show. And I, and I think that, and I'm upset with how they treated Star Trek, but at the same time, it's not my show to run. And, and I don't think it's any of the actors fault. And even the show direct uh, showrunner Alex Kurtzman, who I think is not doing a very good job with Star Trek, look, he got the job. That's not that's not his fault. It's it's the studio executives decided he was the guy to do Star Trek. It's, you know, if he makes a shitty show, I just don't watch it. You know, that's that's how I. That's that, how Cody feels about like, uh, Kennedy Lady for Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> you, you give her yeah. a pass, right? You give her the okay. Look, as as, <laughs> as 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 much as as much as I hate Kathleen Kennedy, I I would never ever wish that she got hit by a train. Okay, or, or pushed down a flight of stairs. That's fair. Or thrown out of an airplane. But if it had happened, yeah, I, I mean, you know, if it had happened, tragedy, of course. <laughs> but uh, you know, but you know, you got to feel for her friends and family and stuff, right? You know, so I mean. <laughs> Would it be better for Star Wars? Who could say? <laughs> Although Cody would say yes. But <laughs> some would say yes, for sure. And I might be in that camp. But but no, and, and I mean, I think, you know, uh it's as a fan of any series, um, that's you know, that's that's part of the fun of it is shitting on people who do it wrong, right? <laughs> but it's like it's all in good fun. You know, I don't really want anything bad to happen to Kathleen Kennedy. Um, I just think that uh some people don't know where the line is and that's kind of where things, you know, uh, go, go over, you know, go over that line and, and really get into the, the hate speech category. Um, and I will say, uh, I like, I like that Ewan McGregor put out this, you know, I don't know if you saw his yeah, little, his little video out, like, where he's like, dude, like, Stop being racist. Yeah, he was just like, if you, you know, if this is the way you feel, you're not a true Star Wars fan. Right, exactly. And I mean, you know, you look at Star Wars and look, admittedly, there wasn't a lot of black people in it. Okay. There was Lando and that was basically it. <laughs> right. But, but Lando was dope as fuck. Lando was one of the best characters for <laughs> sure. Um, but uh, this is why I don't get it. Like, if you're a Star Wars fan, did you not like Lando when he came out? Right. Like, I, I don't. Or understand. like, or like literal other races, like freaking Chewbacca. You know, he's a different <laughs> species, right? I just and I don't get it because some people were saying, oh, because she's playing a strong female character. Like, so you didn't like Leia, like when right. in the originals? Like, a lot I, of people don't like this little Leia, but why? I, I don't understand. Um, 
what one thing that's very oh you're right I did see something that was saying like oh she wouldn't be that smart it's like why not yeah she's a, she's a woman <laughs> she's intellectually inferior she's a princess she has access to higher education right well here you know to to give some context on at least from what I've heard about people's complaints about Obi Wan which it does seem to be very divided. Like I, I don't know. I really, en- I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I know. I know for a fact that in two episodes, I'm not going to get all of the show that I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I want it, but they have uh, mentioned that they are uh, working on season two now because of the awesome overwhelming reception of this. Um, but I will say, is that, you know. The show that I've seen so far, I've really enjoyed. I like Obi-Wan's character. Um, I like uh, the little girl playing Leia. I think it's a little too heavy on her story and her solving all the problems. But at the same time, I can see why they did it. You know what I the mean? The only thing that I could say someone might be bothered by, and I'd be like, okay, I guess I kind of get it, is that she's obviously showing signs that she's Force-sensitive. Right. And no one's really been picking up on it. Right. And that would be the only – and it's like, who cares? Like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I think a big part of, you know, uh, of why they're doing it, it's like, first of all, you can't have, like, uh, you can't have Obi-Wan hanging out with Luke this whole time. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean. Because Luke barely knows him in, in the start Yeah, he's, of the like, heard of him, and that's kind of it. Um, but Princess Leia does know Obi-Wan, you know? Right. She says, you know, get this. You, know, uh, you were the general, you worked with my father in the Clone Wars or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't really ever get to reunite with obi-wan in a new hope like they get rescued by han and uh luke and then she sees obi-wan fighting darth vader and the thing and they get on the millennium falcon bounce so you know they never got that reuniting scene um but you know i think they are focusing on making leia a more important character because look we all love carrie fisher and we're sad that she is gone um and yeah, you know, we I think it's we selfishly want a little bit more of her, so it makes sense that they're making her a bigger, more important character than she originally was. In, well, I think it, it makes sense that she's a more important character because, um, you know, she is the one who gets the plans and like kind of kicks it off in, uh, yeah, you know, in the original. And Luke, you know, no one like again, Obi Wan doesn't really make contact with him. He's more like I'm off hands. Your uncle doesn't want me to talk to you. You know, like so I'm gonna respect that. Um, I, I don't know. I to me it makes sense. Yeah, and and I I like it. I like the tone of the show. I like the Inquisitors. Um, I did not know that the fifth brother or not the was it the fifth the guy with the mushroom hat. Yeah, I didn't know that, Han that from Tokyo Drift. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was some great special effects. Yeah, because I was like, that's a that's a handsome lad, and it's like you can't you, you can't tell with that makeup. You know what's funny is he almost looks like Benedict Wong. That's who I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, Wong is in two. He's in two Marvel things or two Disney things. Like they could have awesome. saved a lot of makeup. <laughs> they just put Wong. They're like, we're just gonna spray paint you your face white. <laughs> but no, they got to put. I, all I honestly thought it was him, and then I saw. I was like, oh, it's the dude from Tokyo Drift. I was like. They yeah, made yeah, him yeah. look really different, uh, but uh, even though he hasn't got his a lot, voice of sc- sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I was just say, even though he hasn't got a lot of screen time, I really like that character. Yeah, I hope he doesn't get killed. <laughs> well, eventually they all get killed, Christian, because they're not in any of the original movies. Um, so let's. Uh, what are some other toxic fandoms that that you've, or at least interactions you've heard of uh, in the past? I know that uh, what's her name Kelly Tran from oh, okay. from Last Jedi yeah 
famously got bullied the fuck out of, and then she just like left all social media. See, I didn't like what her character did in the movie, but I had nothing against right. her. Again, like, it's a it's a character. You know what I mean? It's like sure, like I thought, and that had nothing to do with like she didn't decide. You know what? I think I'm gonna do this in the movie. Like no, there was a script. Someone right. told her to do, it, and she did it. Like um. It's fucked up what how people were treating her. Like that's terrible. You know, you can not like a character, but don't fucking hate on like the, the actor. The actor. Like I hated fucking Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Right. I'm not, but that I guy want, seems perfectly nice. Yeah. I don't want anything to happen to that kid. Like, right. Exactly. I want him to make more stuff, but he like basically required uh, retired from acting. Yeah, that was his last thing. He's like, I'm done. Um, also, we should mention that. Uh, Jake Lloyd, who played Anakin Skywalker. In Dude, the that, that fucked up his life. Dude, he's, it did. He's been in and out of jail. Yeah. Face tattoos. Yeah, doing drugs, stealing stuff. Um, and Shit. That, uh, what's him called? Jar Jar Binks. The yeah, guy almost the guy. committed suicide. Right, like. right. And it's like, and you didn't even see him in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it was just a, uh, it was just a uh, That's computer. How, it was so bad. We didn't have Twitter back then. Yeah, we still heard it. People just mailed him hate yeah. mail. <laughs> you had to put. They had to look real, him up in the phone book. You had to get some real fucking effort. Put in some. You had to put in the work yeah. to do that. Dearest Jar Jar Binks actor. It's like I, I have a name. You. <laughs> you piece of shit. Like, um. And then, uh, and then you know, even uh, John Boyega, when he first got cast in Star Wars, got a bunch of hate, too. Dude, when I saw the trailer and he was in it and he was a stormtrooper, I was like, and then you, you, they showed it with him with the lightsaber. I was like, fucking, yes, yeah, like a stormtrooper that yeah. becomes a fucking Jedi. I was like, that's a fucking story. Yeah, but then Disney pussed out and didn't do anything with I, the story. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Some people were saying, oh, they didn't want to see a black Jedi. Oh, Samuel Jackson wasn't a fucking the Jedi. The coolest Jedi yeah. to ever live. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? I was just like, I don't fucking get it. You're right. And they definitely pussied out of it. I think that would have been a great story if you took a stormtrooper, turned him into a Jedi. Like, from one side to the other, it would have been fucking awesome. And they didn't do it. Well, and, and, and I think, you know, like, I understand why they came up with the character of Ray, but like, Finn's character is so much more interesting. Yeah. Because, okay, he's been brainwashed since he was a little kid to be a stormtrooper. And then something inside him fought against it. Something inside him fought against it and made him leave the stormtrooper. But he's had all this conditioning. And so, like, what if he had this constant struggle with the light and the dark side? Yes. Like, what an interesting story that would have been. <laughs> the consulting company that we haven't yeah, started yeah. yet. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but then they're like... But then they have Ray, and I mean her. Her story started out interesting, just like this nobody kid on a desert planet, very much like Luke Skywalker, right? But she's super powerful in the Force, and you know I get it. Like a lot of people call her a Mary Sue or whatever, but like it would be interesting that someone who who's had no training and is arguably older than Luke Skywalker was when he started his training, yeah. and having to deal with that. But again, they didn't do any of that. Nope. They were just like, nah, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. <laughs> when he's a clone, a, a daughter of the cl of a clone, a clone of, of Palpatine. Yes, do it. You think that's how you had sex, Emperor Palpatine? <laughs> yes, do it. Give in to hate. So has the fucking robe and shit. <laughs> yeah. Just cuts yeah, a hole where his I, dick I'd rather, is. I'd rather just put it out through a hole I made in yeah. the robe. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you know. I think. You know, I don't want to try to justify any of this toxic fandom, but I'd like to 
try to figure out why why we think it happens. Um, and I think a big part of it is that, especially with something like Star Wars, where people have grown up with it and have loved it for their entire lives, right? Um, and I'm talking about people who are even old, older than us because we grew up and then, you know, what was it, 1999 we got the prequels, right? I think so. So we didn't, we didn't have to live that long without new Star Wars, right? It was like 12 years or 13 years or whatever it was. Um, but think about people who the last new Star Wars movie they saw was 1983. Was that? Jedi? No. Was it? Was that, it was in the 90s? 80. It was 80. Yeah, 80. No, 83. Yeah. Yeah. 1980. I think 83 or 84 was Return of the Jedi. Um, it's not like I have a computer with the internet on it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to give it to satisfaction, Christian. Um, but yeah, so so from the 80s to to 1999, right? You know, that's yeah, it's a long time. It's like 15 years, um, 16 years uh, until they ha- they had to wait to get new Star Wars. Um, so like they've they've loved it for their whole life, and then. In between those times, they've come up with their own stories in the Star Wars universe, and when I, they when they don't see that, I think that's what I was the hate with the with the new movies is like that's not what I imagined in my mind. Yeah, it's like that's not the Star Wars I know. It's like oh, so the guy who created it doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Right, he didn't know where he wanted it to go. You knew better. Cool, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, like you know, even with the the prequel trilogies, and I know they get a lot of hate, um, but to me. They are George Lucas's vision. Yeah. It's his story to tell. Now, the prequel trilogy is a different topic because he didn't have much to do with that at all. Um, but the the first six Star Wars movies, in my mind, I'm like, that's Star Wars canon. And love it or hate certain parts of it, that's fine. But it that is Star Wars to me at its core. Um, but I think, you know, that's why people feel this need to lash out when they see something that they don't like and they're definitely directing it at the wrong people um again kathleen kennedy look her up she's a uh, head of lucasfilm uh, i think you have lo- any complaints direct them towards her i think be nice lo- about it a lot of has to do with where our society is at right now yep um you know people are pushing to have more people of color in films people of color are starting to get in films and then just like uh, unfortunately it deals with politics and just because our politics is like pro wrestling someone wants something the other side yeah. has to be completely against it for whatever reason it's fucking stupid so they're like oh this is what this side wants i have to automatically hate it now i'm gonna hate the person who got this show i i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i think that's what it is it's just a lot of like i have to i have to act mad at whatever this person wants and so they see a person of color and they're like i hate it why because they like it it's just like yeah. that's fucking stupid like yeah, I, to me, and you know, there there's no justification for, um, you know, oh she's she's African American, so let's let's send her a bunch of hate mail. Then you're just a racist. You're not even you're not even trying to be constructive. You're not even a Star Wars fan, like you and McGregor <laughs> yeah. says, right? Um, but you know, you look at you look at someone who's you know just gets hate for no reason, like um, like uh, what's her name, Kelly Tran. I, I think that's her name. I believe so. Um, the one who played uh, Rose in um, uh, what's it called, The Last Jedi? You know, she got a bunch of hate too, um, but it's just because of like people hated her character. And again, like, why are you yelling at this actress? It has nothing to do with her. Uh, 
you know, one thing we've learned over, you know, through social media and stuff is that most actors don't have much of a personality on their own. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's why they're good actors is they get molded by the director of the script, you know? That's what it takes. Is that too much of a rich? He's got to be like, I don't know who I am. Be this. <laughs> tell cool. me Tell me who I am. You're Brad Pitt. No, but who am I? <laughs> um, you know, it's never it's never constructive. Like it's always just like you suck. I hate you. I hope you die. And again, it's that's lazy. That's just as lazy of a writing as we got in the Last Jedi or or uh, well, no, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Right. You know, it, it's just as lazy to say, "Hey, I hate you. You suck. Uh, get out of Star Wars." Right. That's just as lazy as writing a poorly developed character. Which is what gets us mad in the first place. So I think the challenge to anyone who loves something and then is disappointed by you know some new uh, show, movie, whatever, the challenge would be to be constructive. Hey, you know, uh, Moses Ingram, I don't like how you know you seem to be mad for no reason. You know, maybe maybe in season two, if you're still around in the show, you know, maybe use use that to uh, construct a character. Okay, cool. I'm sure, like, while she might not love getting that message, she's not going to hate it. Like, well, you know, that's that's actually a good good note from some rando on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, one of the saddest parts for me is that, like, uh, when because she put out a video, I think it was on Instagram, mm -hmm. where she had mentioned all this. She, she, I don't think she went in detail in in the video, but she did say she felt in part that no one at Disney, no one at Star Wars had tell her, told her that she shouldn't address it or not talk about it, but just kind of accept it, but that she felt like she had to do that. And yeah. honestly, probably a lot of actors do feel that way. Like, dude, there's a lot of hate coming my way. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to make any of the corporate right. people mad, like, by addressing it. But she did anyway, and it was the right move. And then, you know, Ewan McGregor did the right thing, too, and also addressed it, you know? Yeah, and, Star and Lucasfilm... Or Disney eventually did too, you know. Um, they, they released a statement on Twitter saying, like, you know, there's there's over 20 million, you know, species and races in the uh, in the Star Wars universe. Why did you choose to be a Why would you choose to be a racist? Yeah, that was, you know? a, that was like, a pretty good one. It's pretty good, you know. I mean, could, someone could have workshopped it a little bit, but you know, not not bad, Disney, not bad for a PR team. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's just it it's. It's odd to me why this keeps happening when when supposedly we're we're making leaps and bounds, getting more accepting of people, that this is getting worse, right? Um, I feel like anytime as society, if anytime there's any progress, there's always going to be some people that want to be against it. It's just it's true. It's like the yin and yang, you know. The, even though there's a lot of good, there's still going to be that coarse, the little fucking nugget of evil somewhere. And they're going to do their best to try to hold hold people back. And I think another thing, too, is that with social media being the driving force that it is, um, it's a lot easier for those people who might never have gotten hurt or might never have gone through the effort of looking someone up in the phone book and writing out a letter telling them that they hate them. You Unless know? it was Jar Jar Binks. Then right, they, exactly. Then everyone became, those guys really hated him, you know what I mean? <laughs> those guys all became PIs and shit. <laughs> yeah, but how easy is it to pick up your phone, open up Twitter, yeah. find you know whoever, and say, you suck, stop being black, you know? <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what people say on there. You know? I don't know. 
I, I just when I hear like hate hate tweets, that's what I assume they're saying. I'm pretty sure you're not far off. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. So how does it get better, Christian? <laughs> we wait till they get old and die. Hopefully, they don't have kids. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we should just we should just uh, start like putting something. Go to like racist. Uh, I don't know what you call it, meetings, clan meetings, <laughs> and just put, like, sterilization things in the yeah, water. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so they they just stop breeding because, you know, hillbillies, they fuck like crazy. <laughs> well, I don't think hillbillies are going to know what Twitter is. Oh, well, maybe oh they know. <laughs> they know. They're on the Trump uh, social media thing. Oh, was it, what was it called? I'm actually kind of happy. It's I called, like, Liberty Truths site. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. It's so not going to work. <laughs> Something stupid, just like listen to me. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, that the what what we want to try to get out there on this show is if you're upset about a show, a character, a movie, you know, don't pick on an individual. Like it's net, you know, we should treat them like you treat a retail employee. And hold, wait a minute, Middle America. Karen's wait let me finish this thought because I know how you treat retail employees but at the end of the day you know if you if you're screaming at some poor 17 year old kid at Target because he won't take back your you know VCR that you've had for you know two years believe it or not he's not the CEO and doesn't make those calls yeah he has he has no control over that right you can get mad at Target you can be like Target why did you sell me this faulty thing that I had for two years and never opened or whatever you know it's like but it's not it's not you know poor brian who's been you know working there for three weeks and you know this is his first shift by himself and you're just screaming at him yeah and believe it or not the screaming's not going to get your money back oh yeah definitely not if if anything it's it's going to make it so you're banned from the store so take that same mentality towards you know actors and actresses they make a lot more money than brian at target but <laughs> They still have feelings like he does, you know? So uh, I, I think that's kind of the... Uh, I think there's a lot of things... That's a lot of things that people don't take into consideration is like... Um, I don't... I think it was Howie Mandel, like, where he was talking about, like, oh, how'd you react? I forgot what movie... He, believe it or not, he used to do movies. Had, like, yeah. came out... He was in Critter, Critters, right? Or Gremlins. He was he was uh, Gizmo in Gremlins, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what movie, but he said, like, the critics panned it and people hated it. And he was, like, in a massive depression, like, Mm -hmm. for a long time. Like, people don't realize, like, you know, they work hard. And, like, they may be rich, you know, but they have fucking feelings. Yeah, well, you know, look at at Kelly Tran, who, like, I don't know what else she had been in, but I had never heard of her before she was in Star Wars. And, like, so you think, oh, my God, I'm going to be, like, a main character in Star Wars. Yeah. It's a life-changing thing. And then people just shit on you. From the get-go, before yeah. they even saw the movie? Yeah. Dude, like, that's super fucked. So, I mean, it's... it's They are people, too, and I think... Or the kid the kid Anakin. Can you oh, imagine, yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm gonna be fucking... I'm fucking Darth Vader? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Yeah. I fucking won the lottery. And I played opposite Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way. Fucking classic movie. That's still how I remember the names of the reindeer for Santa. Dancer, dancer, prance of vixen, comic Cupid, Donna Blitzen, dancer, dancer, prance of vixen. Fucking love that movie, I man. That's so good. Top of man. Um, yeah. So 
I, I guess at the end of the day, the, the main message is don't be a dickhole. Yeah. You know, they, they're people too. They might've worked towards tarnishing something you love, but I think at the end of the day, we'll all be a lot happier if, uh, if, if we just give them a pass and try to just enjoy the show or the movie or the whatever for what it is. Um, but yeah. Any other thoughts on Kenobi? I mean, we could talk a couple little spoilers if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, I was hoping to see more lightsaber fights, at least up yes. until this point. Um, we did get a Darth. I was surprised. I was surprised that they did Obi and Darth so so early. I would have thought that was towards the end. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought that was, uh, um, I will say that it, you know, it, it's not the epic lightsaber battle that we want, you know, we wanted, but maybe, maybe that's an episode six thing. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, also, uh, the Sith Inquisitors haven't done shit <laughs> like this whole time. Like the, all they've done is kill civilians with their lightsabers. Yeah. No one's flown with spinning, uh, you oh, know, lightsabers. Yeah. He spins the thing and yeah. flies. That always didn't make sense to me. I was like, I mean, I get what you're trying to do. And the spinning handle is a cool thing, but flying with it, it's a little much. It's a fucking laser beam. How is it supposed to create lift? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was spinning so fast it thins out, you know, and it tilts this way. It like, it shoots hot air down. It's like a jet engine. Yeah. It's like, ah, boiling. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I think, you know, I think it is. I really wish it was a little bit more Obi-Wan focused. I want more introspection from him, him struggling to talk to Qui-Gon and stuff. And he does spend a lot of time, you know, like with Leia and getting told things by Leia, which I'm not, you know, I'm not totally opposed to. I just think it's a little heavy handed where with him, part of what made Alex, Sir Alec Guinness, the original Obi-Wan Kenobi, so good, is that everything was so subtle with him. Yeah. And I want I want a little bit more of that. It feels like, and I think this is a bigger problem with with current day movies and TV shows, is they feel like they have to really like force feed us what's happening. Yeah. Where I'm like, let us figure it out a little bit. You know what I, I, mean? I like that, uh, I don't, well, it's, it's, I want to see Obi-Wan like be powerful, yeah. like we knew him in the uh, prequels and like how we got him in Clone Wars. Um, and I, I think the, what they're doing is him, you know, he's, he's not that strong in the force anymore, right. which is a cool take. If you expand it on it, it's not something you can do in six episodes, right. but like why it makes sense that why he's losing his powers. Like he's lost faith in the Jedi order. He saw all his friends, teachers, himself. students yeah. die. Who did it? His fucking Padawan former, like, you know what he his felt brother, was almost yeah. like his brother or his son. So Yeah. It, you know, it takes psychological toll and like, he's not feeling that strong in the force, but they're not really expanding on it. And they're right. not. So like, it's, you know, it would have been cool if, if we had more episodes, uh, it can be slower. It can be more subtle. Like, um, but you know, it's just hard to cram it in six episodes. I, I mean, I think one thing too, um, t to your point where it's like, it, they, they could take more time to it to kind of expand on it. One thing they, that I think that they've, they've kind of failed in the use of Leia is that like, she's this little girl who just, who got kidnapped first of all, by a member of the red hot chili peppers. And then, <laughs> and then I forgot to flee was it. Yeah, and then brought to multiple alien planets. 
and, and then and then recaptured by Sith Inquisitors who was like going to murder her. And this whole time, I mean, she's been a little like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Help me, somebody. But like she she should be terrified this entire time. Yeah. And it would be so cool if Obi-Wan kind of getting his mojo back by teaching her like, hey, you have to be brave. Sometimes you have to fight. Yeah, yeah. And seeing like that him, progression of that her. progression of her, but also himself getting himself back, being strong for her. And so far, we haven't seen a whole lot of that dynamic. Yeah. Um, like, yes, he's he's doing things that he normally wouldn't do because he wants to keep her safe. But like, let's see, let's see him psychologically, you know, boost her up, and then in turn boost himself. Up, yeah. You know, I think that would be a better better use of their relationship between the two of them. But you know. Also, I wish, but again, you can't do six episodes. Like, yeah. If they had length, s- length is a problem in. Not only Marvel, but in uh, in uh, Star Wars as well. Well, first I want to say I fucking love Flea and everything, and oh, every yeah. movie he's in. Needles, in yeah. <laughs> Back to the Future, and like why? Every, You're every, fired. Every time I've heard someone talk about him, yeah. and there's like he's one of the nicest guys, and he's like oh, yeah. super cool guy. But he always gets villain roles because he does have that face. He looks like a fucking meth head. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he seems like a very nice person, but he's he looks like he did a whole bunch of crack yeah. back in the nineties. Um but, but he's other, an incredible musician. Also. The other thing I wanted to say was like it would have been cool, like, because Obi Wan was so close with all the clones. Like yeah. he had like clones that he trusted mm-hmm. that were super and like a little hesitance, maybe even in like taking out these stormtroopers, because I don't think the stormtroopers are still clones, right? No. I think at that point they were recruiting. No, at that point they had started recruiting and and you know taking civilians because the clones were too expensive. Or maybe even showing like like expanding that well, relationship or bringing that relationship a little bit with the clones, like where he's like well we saw, saddened by like we saw the veteran who played by what's yeah. his name uh, T- uh, Tamura, um, the guy who plays Boba Fett. Um, and we see, like, I don't know if you if you thought this was happening in the actual scene, but it looks like there's a moment of recognition yeah. to, where he kind of gives him a little nod and gives him the money kind of thing. But I, I would have hoped, like... Because he was wearing, I think he was wearing the colors of the 501st, which yeah. is Anakin's... Uh, but, like, bring thing. him along or maybe, like, make him part of the uh, the journey. It's something like that, but I don't know. There's, there's just so much that you can do with it. That you can't explore with fucking six episodes. Well, one one thing too is that I think was kind of a misstep in this one is like, you know, we're introducing all these new characters, right? There was there was that that new um, the new Jedi kid who found him on Tatooine who got killed yeah. in the first episode or whatever. Um, the Ilaria Sands from Game of Thrones who's who helped him in this newest episode. Mm-hmm. The the undercover Imperial Ice Cube Sun <laughs> Ice Pebble. There was there was a couple of times where I was like, is he gonna say the N word? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, Disney's not gonna. <laughs> they're not gonna do that. Um, like they're introducing all these new characters to help him along his way, and um, but also these characters are so young that like ten years ago they would have been like you know thirteen. Yeah. Maybe maybe nineteen, you know. It's like, oh, they all remember the general in the <laughs> in the Republic Army. Okay, cool. Um, like let's let's have him meet up with some people, some other Jedi who escaped the temple, who are hiding out, or like 
like you said, some of the veteran clone officers yeah. who. You know, like the Bad Batch guys who had, didn't have the chip in them, who didn't do Order 66 Well, and, and there was, yeah, there was a couple um, who managed it. They figured out the chip thing, and they took it out right. beforehand. Yeah, I, I think it was Rex was one of them. I think so. Um, Commander, yeah, did, Commander Cody, unfortunately. Did the one not. with the white beard who was in the original movies. Uh, yeah, I think that's Rex. That's Rex? Yeah. He was in, the, he, they retconned it so that he was in the Battle of Endor. Um, but yeah, you know, I... I just I would like to have seen some more of that stuff, yeah. right? You know, have him, you know, meet up with someone, you know, you know, someone from, you know, uh, Naboo or someone, you know, like we got Jimmy Smiths, which is awesome. I'm glad he came back for it. But it's like we're introducing all these new characters. We're trying to build this world, and you know, um, but it's like if if we're doing a in between movie with Obi Wan Kenobi, let's. Pull in some other people from other things that we've seen already. We yeah. don't need a bunch of new people. Like uh, some of the Mandalorians would have been cool, you know, because he was famously, he was like, I would have left the Jedi Order to be with, uh, what was her name, Sabine? Yeah. Yeah, let's see her. Let's see him. Oh, wait, wait, you're talking about uh, Obi-Wan's. Uh, Love like, interest. Yeah. No, Sabine was in. Uh, oh, she was Rebels. She was Rebels. No, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember the character's name, but yeah, that would have been cool too. But. but uh, not Bo-Katan, but her yeah, it sister. was yeah the the ones that were they were the, had the, the conflict. they were the two rulers of yeah. Mandalore or whatever yeah have, bring some of them in or whatever I just would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that but hey see how we criticize without fucking talking shit about someone's ethnicity I, I think well, I think what we're saying is that we should have made Obi Wan black and you uh, and McGregor should jump off a bridge <laughs> that, see that's how you're not supposed that's how to you're do not it. supposed to fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, I think I think you know everyone could learn a little bit from from us know, from us just, just specifically. Like us. <laughs> you know, sh- share this video, teach it in classrooms, um, and I think you could cut out the thing about flea smoking crack and meth. <laughs> um, I realize I realize we're not palatable to uh, a younger audience, <laughs> but um, it, it's okay to criticize a show, a storyline, a character, but you know it's not okay to attack the individual you know bring it up to target headquarters not not brian at the uh customer service counter cool well let us know what you guys think uh are are we kind of correct in our analysis of of what's going on with all these uh hateful tweets what's the most toxic fandom you know of have we missed any i think we touched i think star wars got to be one of the biggest ones oh for sure um, but if there's any bigger ones out there, let us know down in the comments. Also, help us fund this new company that we're going to start consulting. Yeah, <laughs> consulting. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of a, a cool name. Uh, my buddy Alex came up with a good one, but I forget what it was. Um, but uh, I, th- I think it would be, I think, it, honestly, it would be a good service. And, like, you know, we could charge, like, wh- what if we charge, like, 50 grand a co- consultation? Yeah. Like, what's that to a movie studio? What's that to a movie studio? Who spend that much on craft services in a week? You know what I mean? Like, we can make it happen. Thirty thousand if you put us in the credits. Yeah, no, yeah, 40, exactly. Forty thousand. <laughs> Forty thousand. Um, no, but if if you use our if you use our uh, little uh, revisions, we have to be we have to give a writing credit. Oh, for sure. You know, it's up to you now. Balls in your court, Disney. Um, but let us know what you th- guys think down in the uh, comments. We do appreciate those, and we read all of them. Uh, like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff. We do appreciate that. And if you want to help support the show even more, 
Check out patreon.com slash nerds with friends. Uh, helps us uh, buy new things. Like, we got a new camera, which looks like it went through the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We fixed it. We fixed it. So, uh, But it's not free. So, uh, you know, become a patron today and help us pay off the credit cards. Because um, uh, the show definitely... Oh, also, I didn't tell you, but there's a Roadcaster Pro 2 now or something like there that. There you go. We need the money. We now. need it. We need the new we stuff. We need the new one. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Christian, as always, for you know, Orly. Ch- making me, keeping me honest and not racist. <laughs> I, I value you as one of my brown friends. Aww, <laughs> to, all the, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Mm-hmm.